the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters, and it's time to put your big boy pants on. Come on, listeners, it's time to put your big girl pants on. It's time to be grown-ups. You know, it was Jesus Christ who said the truth will set you free, but it was Mr. Garfield who said first... It's going to make you a little uncomfortable. And today, we're going to take a peek at the truth. We're going to pull back the curtain. Uh, and sometimes it's uh, not fun. If you've ever been in a marriage that's struggling, and you go to counseling, you have to take a look at the truth. And the truth is uncomfortable. When you're dealing with a problem child, or a, an addiction, or pornography, or drugs, or alcohol, you have to look at underlying issues, the meta-issues that created the, the foundation, that created the agricultural environment for alcoholism, for drug addiction, for pornography addiction to grow from it. And so today, we're going deep. Today, we're getting real. Uh, today, we're going to tick a lot of people off because some people hate the truth if it's not their version of it. So today, I Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to broach the subject of truth. It was Pontius Pilate who was famous for asking the question of Jesus, what is truth? And Jesus' response was that it would set you free. And again, as I said before, it was Garfield who said, but first, it will make you uncomfortable. And because we do everything we can today to avoid pain, to self-medicate, to, to stream all the time, to smoke all the time, to drink all the time, why don't you look up alcohol-related deaths. It's increased by 25% since the pandemic. See, the truth is seldom comfortable, but it is freeing. And for this discussion, after the break, we'll be joined by award-winning journalist Liz Collin. Liz has a profound story to tell about truth because of who she is married to, where she worked, and the times that were happening in my second home state of Minnesota, specifically Minneapolis. So Liz Collin is going to be joining us and uh, talking about her best-selling book, They're Lying, The Media, The Left, and The Death of George Floyd. It's time to tell the truth. And today we're going to answer that question, what is truth? And by the way, you know, archaeology, I'm a man of God first and foremost, archaeology has never negated the Bible. All archaeology has always validated the Bible. Science has always validated the Bible. It's the standard. Matter of fact, for a long time, people didn't believe there was such a man called Pontius Pilate. 
There was no uh, place called Caesarea. And now archaeologists uncovered a place called Caesarea. And King David, they thought, oh, King David was made up. But they find inscriptions with King David. And guess what happened? In 1961, archaeologists were excavating the Roman theater that was built by Herod the Great in the seaside town of what? Caesarea Maritimia on the Mediterranean coast of Israel. Herod built the theater in 30 BC, that's before Christ, along with the entire city pattern on the Roman model as part of a tribute to the Emperor Augustus. Somewhere during the 4th century, the original theater was remodeled and was very common in the ancient world. Some of the stones from elsewhere in the town were repurposed for the construction. One of these stones was used as part of a set of stairs leading up to the seating area of the theater. The masons seeing it as simply another piece of the construction puzzle. When the archaeologists found it 1,600 years later, they discovered some truth. A faint Latin inscription on the stone that was a historical bombshell. The inscription read... Dis Augustus Tiberium Pontius Pilatus Prefectus Iudui, Judea. Filling in the blanks of the stone that had been weathered by the elements and trampled by centuries of Roman feet, the archaeologists recognized this as a dedication stone of a long-lost building constructed to honor the Emperor Tiberius, who was a Roman ruler at the time of Jesus, but a building built by Prefectus Iude, the prefect of Judah, one whose name was Pontius Pilate. See, Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor, was the one who had Jesus crucified. And he's known for one of the most famous questions in all of history. What is truth? And stunning because I look for truth, and it's hard to find truth. Uh, you can't find it. Quotes that so, so Abraham Lincoln said this or this was, and you find out it wasn't those people at all. Matter of fact, you find out they don't really know who said it first. See, this this thing called truth is so hard to find. According to Barnard Research, a 2002 survey showed that approximately 64 percent of Americans adult believe truth is relative to one circumstance or situation. Only a third of the respondents cited agreement with the concept of absolute truth. And by the way, in these numbers were people who called themselves self-described Christians. So the truth will set you free. But first, it's going to make you miserable. Long before the world ever heard of George Floyd, I tell the story. It's a true story. When I moved to Dallas, Texas, uh, I moved out of Vegas, and Vegas terribly planned, poor traffic, spaghetti bowl, uh, from 3 to 7 p.m. If you're around certain areas, you're not going anywhere in Las Vegas. I hate traffic. And so I moved to Dallas in uh, Fort Worth, and uh, I was told by my best friend Brett Wassell that, man, there's many places to get, many opportunities to get to the same place in Dallas. You got 30, and you got 20, and you got little loops called 12, and 820, uh, 360, all kinds of stuff. One's going north and south, one's going east and west. It's just a really great way, lots of place, ways to get to the same place. And so I'm uh, just new to Texas, and uh, I'm stuck on the freeway. I mean, we're not moving. We're parking. I'm parking the cars. And I called Brett, and I'm like mocking Brett. I thought you said I never get stuck on freeway. I thought we said there's all these places. Here I am stuck on the freeway. Freeway. What am I in Las Vegas? And Brett said, that's not normal. Something's going on. And so I went home, and I checked it out. I did the old Google dude. Remember, ask Jeeves? It was just Google. Shh. Don't ask Jeeves. It's Google. <laughs> and here's what happened. There was this radio personality. He worked the morning shift and got off around noonish time, lunchtime. 
was driving home, called his wife, said, hey, honey, I'm coming home, let's have lunch. As he's driving home, getting ready to have lunch, his morning's over, his job's done. Right in front of him was a flatbed truck. And on that flatbed truck was a forklift. And I don't know all the details, but whatever the logistics were, it was not properly tied down. It was not properly attached. It was not at a proper height. It was just someone screwed up. And so this semi-truck is going down the freeway, going uh, 80 miles an hour on a freeway. And there's a certain length between the, the bottom of the road and the top of an overpass. <laughs> and this, pl- this truck, tractor, with this forklift on it was sitting too high. And so when that semi-truck came under that overpass at 80 miles an hour, it hit that forklift and catapulted that forklift and crushed that man. They had to bring in uh, one of those cranes, shut down the freeway, freeway and bring in a train to lift this forklift off of this dead person. And you know the strangest part? And I intentionally did this. How many people do you know who were killed by flying forklift? I know it sounds funny, but it told me this, that when it's time to go, it's time to go. The good Lord knows our first day from our last before we have our first sell. He's omniscient. That means all-knowing. So what are you worried about? But there's a message here. And I said this message long before anybody but George Floyd's mom knew who George Floyd was. I said, I can tell you how this man died. But you know what I have no idea is how he lived. And then I'd pose this question. Are you going to be more known, more well-known for how you died than for how you lived? And today we're going to expose some truth. And at the center of that truth is George Floyd, a man who we know did not live a good life, but died in a way that he became the left's Messiah. And if you say anything about him, bring up his name, beware. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're asking the question, what is truth? We'll be right back with Liz Collins. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to the next level of awareness, then go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Real returns. What you actually get from your investments. That's return minus inflation and taxes. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing the implications of inflation and taxes on your bottom line. Alan Mike will share with you how to be prepared for retirement in an inflationary, higher tax environment. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570. Or call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And yes, I do still have openings. Our last class is uh, December 8th through 10th in Minneapolis. Uh, I think we're up to 10 people now in that class, so I still have six spots left. So if you want to change your life, if you truly want to live your life like it matters, if you want to find out the truth about yourself and your potential and your God-given ability, and then go to likeitmatters.net. Get yourself in Leadership Awakening. I promise you 48 hours that will rock your world. Uh, that will change your life. That will guarantee you the most powerful Christmas uh, maybe you've ever had or maybe had in decades. Uh, but it will. Go to likeitmatters.net. I got a BBC article here. How liars create the illusion of truth. Isn't that great? How liars create the illusion of truth. And by the way, it's written by a psychologist, Tom Stafford, in October of 2016. So over six years ago, repetition makes a fact seem more true, regardless of whether it is or not. Understanding this effect can help you avoid falling for propaganda, said psychological Tom Stafford. And what you're dealing with with the media, we have state-run media now. They're part of the Democratic Party. They're no longer the fourth estate. They've become part of the third estate uh, called the legislative branch. Repeat a lie often enough and it becomes the truth is a law of propaganda attributed to Nazis Joseph Goebbels. Isn't that amazing? And by the way, Joseph Goebbels also said this. It would not be impossible to prove with sufficient repetition and psychological understanding of the people concerned that a square is in fact a circle. They are mere words and words can be molded until they clothe ideas in disguise. He also said, let me control the media and I will turn any nation into a herd of pigs. Yeah, Josh, we should have some oink oink going on there. Because not only have we become sheeple, yeah, we become a herd of pigs. Doctor, that's what's in front of his name, Dr. Joseph Goebbels. Beside being an intriguing character, was a propaganda minister for Hitler's Third Reich. 
He was recognized as a master of propaganda and his work was studied after World War II. Goebbels did not survive to enjoy the recognition he and his wife committed suicide on 1 May 1945, a week before the collapse of the Third Reich. And after the war, U.S. personnel discovered a very large diary dictated by Goebbels. And here he listed off Hitler's basic principles. These principles are abstracted from Joe and O'Donnell's book. Here's the five principles of propaganda. Number one, avoid abstract ideas, appeal to the emotions. You know, like it's a threat to democracy. Like a republic's going to make you have your abortions in the back alleys. Appeal to the emotions. They hate black people. Uh, they're going to kill all gay people. Appeal to the emotions. Number two, constantly repeat just a few ideas. Sound familiar? Threat to democracy. Threat to democracy. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Constantly repeat just a few ideas. Use stereotype phrases. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. MAGA, 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 MAGA. Give only one side of the argument. Remember, the media tells you right now it's no longer, they shouldn't cover Republicans. They should not cover Republicans. Only Democrats, because only Democrats are speaking the truth. This is what the media is telling you. Give only one side of the argument. This is, this is Hitler's, how he did it. Continuously criticize your opponents. Have national press events where the President of the United States attacks 50% of the country and calls them enemies of the state. And lastly, pick out one special enemy. Oh, did you get that, Mr. Trump? Pick out one special enemy. Did you get that, Carrie Lake? Pick out one special enemy. Did you get that, Liz Collin? Pick out one special enemy for special vilification. This is Goebbels' principles of propaganda. This is how liars create the illusion of truth. And man, am I so happy I should shut up because the person that's getting ready to come on this radio with me is the one that you really need to listen to. She is an award-winning investigative journalist. Her name is Liz Collins, and she sets the record straight in her new book, They're Lying, the Media, the Left, and the Death of George Floyd. She uncovers what really happened on a street in Minneapolis that set off the riots the demands to defund the police, the skyrocketing crime across this country that is today called Joe Biden's America. In the book, Liz explains how her life was turned upside down. Liz was a familiar face on the news in the Twin Cities. Her husband, Lieutenant Bob Kroll, president of the Minneapolis Police Union, was personally blamed for the rioting by Mayor Jacob Fry, the ACLU, and so many others. Liz and Bob were attacked by social media mobs and cancel culture vultures. Amid all the chaos, she watched so-called civil rights leaders, politicians, activists protest on her front lawns. And I can tell you what, she also saw the death of the media. She didn't say that, I just said that. But instead of me telling you what she's going to say, why don't we bring Liz on? So let's welcome Liz Collin to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Liz? I'm doing very well, Scott. That was uh, quite quite the setup. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. Uh, wow, we've been attacked by Facebook. Boy, they don't like you. Uh, you <laughs> saw some of the app. We posted your picture of your book. They finally let that go. We put the mural of George Floyd. They slammed it immediately, pulled it off. Then we did the BLM page about all their little rights that they have, pulled it off. I mean, immediately, within five seconds, waiting for it. Uh, stunning. But you're used to this, right, Liz? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's. I knew it was an uphill battle, um, but I think uh, worth fighting, Scott. So um, happy, happy to talk about the book, and it's uh, it's been an Amazon bestseller since since its release just a few weeks ago. Uh, so it really has reassured me that there's uh, a lot of folks out there that knew there was 
there was more going on uh, with this entire situation. And I say that really a generation, I think, will pay for what happened um, in Minneapolis back in May of, of 2020. So I, I wanted to, to document it um, and tell the truth about it, uh, because I think that uh, lies have lies started from, from day one in Minneapolis and basically haven't stopped since. No, and you look at the the, the the concept of choices and consequences, which is something we're not teaching our kids today. Uh, you know, when you stop explaining the law of causation, uh, the the cycle of causality, when you stop, I mean, you're are you a parent? You're a parent, Liz, right? I am. Yep, yep. I have a, a ten year old yeah. son. Okay, so you know that uh, there's behavior modification. There's behavior reinforcement, right? Any good dog knows that. Any good animal knows that. Any good child knows that. When they do something well, you reinforce it. When they do something that's not so well, you teach them that that's not acceptable. Uh, and there's no more being taught that because nowadays all of our problems are everybody else's fault. And they're everybody else's fault, then I never have to take a look at what I'm doing. But I, I want to go back to that day because I do believe that you hit it right on the nose. I think the George Floyd incident was the line in the sand that brought us to where we are today. That was the catalyst. That was the point. Just if you wouldn't mind taking us back to that day uh, that George Floyd, when all this broke out. I mean, what was your day like? Were you in the newsroom? Were you covering? What was that day like for you? Yeah, yeah. Just just to back up a bit, Scott. So I'm a Minnesota native. I uh, kind of grew up okay. always wanting to be a, a news reporter, and I was a, a longtime anchor at the CBS station uh, in Minneapolis, WCCO TV. Um, and I was a, the weekend anchor um, for about 12 years, and was kind of the primary fill-in anchor. Um, and my husband um, happened to be the uh, president of the Minneapolis Police Union. Um, at the time, uh, Lieutenant Bob Kroll, he has since retired, but that, that was the position uh, he held during during that time. So, so just like any other day, I was um, I actually this is this is coming on Memorial Day weekend. So it was kind of coming off okay. of being being off for a couple of days for the, for the long weekend. And this incident happens. And just like any other um, in custody death or something that would happen, Bob would get a phone call and. He received a phone call from Officer uh, Thomas Lane, who was one of the officers um, who uh, arrested George Floyd that day. And he basically alerted Bob that um, they they thought that this man um, had an overdose and he had uh, died at the at the hospital, unfortunately. Um, so Bob, you know, went into work, um, not knowing then that I would never anchor another newscast um, at that station ever again. And soon. The blame would be put on Bob for the riots. Uh, the blame would be put on me for being the master manipulator of news in Minneapolis. And we really saw the uh, we hate the police <laughs> messaging in full effect uh, here in Minneapolis and quickly spread uh, across the country. And that's why I say a generation will will pay for the lies uh, that were told about that about that incident. Yeah, I mean, and it's changed everything. That is the beginning of the defund the police movement. That is the beginning of the open war on police officers. Uh, that is the beginning of when I really believe the media started taking control of the narrative. Uh, and just like Carrie Lake was, I kind of consider that same type of thing where, again, here's this bold person, here's this person. You don't have to agree with everything everybody says. So I'm not sure when we became a country where I can only be your friend if you and I agree on 100% of everything. Uh, and if you and I had right. to agree on 100% of anything, I would never have a friend. I don't know about you, Liz, but I would have no friends because I don't think I agree 100% on anything with anybody, including God. So I would have no friends at all, right? I mean, it's just stunning. 
so it all started yeah, there. Yeah, I actually, I, and I do talk about that in the in the book, Scott. I think that's a good point because you know the left is not uh, Democrats, liberals. It's this population of people now that you can't disagree with them. They they come after you. They come to your their you know your your house, your place of work. I mean, that's where I had protests. They they send you death threats in the mail. Um, you know, they destroy your reputation. They, they they not only want you canceled, in some cases they want you killed. And that's who the left is. And they, they led the charge uh, along with the media um, from that day in May 2020. Yeah, and we're not going backwards. We're, they're doubling down. Whether you talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi's husband being attacked. You know, supposedly this is a conservative, because we know all conservatives are homeless drug addicts who live in San Francisco with a BLM flag on one side of their car they're living in and an LGBTQT gay pride flag on the other side. I mean, I know so many conservatives. And I'm going to tell you right now, Liz, I don't know a single conservative that would ever fly a BLM flag. I don't know a single conservative that ever fly a, a LGBTQT gay pride flag. I don't have anything wrong with those people. That I mean, I think my sin's between me and God, your sin's between you and God. But it's interesting uh, to, to how the lies are going on out there. And what I want to talk about, we're getting ready to go to a hard break. What I want to talk about, how this whole thing unfolded. Because when did you realize that you had a target on your back? When did things start happening negative where you were basically realized you're being forced out, you're being canceled? So we're going to a hard break. And when we get back, I'd love to begin with that question. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're, take, we're talking with award-winning journalist, uh, best-selling author, uh, brand new book, They're Lying, The Media Left, and The Death of George Floyd. We're talking with Liz Collin. We'll be back after these commercial messages. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Do you know how much you're really paying for life insurance through work? I can almost guarantee you're overpaying for limited coverage. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent for over 20 years. My clients are shocked to learn how expensive life insurance at work really is because of a rate that's driven up by unhealthy people. Why pay more when you don't have to? For over 35 years, SelectQuote has helped people save 50% or more by shopping highly rated insurance carriers. I found a 40-year-old man with high blood pressure, a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. Don't procrastinate. Workplace Open Enrollment will be here soon. Let SelectQuote save you money and get you the coverage you need to protect your family. For your free quote in just minutes, call 1-800-865-2266. That's 1-800-865-2266. 1-800-865-2266. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policy and carrier ratings at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Price could vary by health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. 
We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're doing some truth therapy. Truth therapy. Today, we're talking about the book, They're Lying, The Media, The Left, and The Death of George Floyd. And we are so blessed to have award-winning investigative journalist, and now uh, I think we're going to be able to say best-selling author, Liz Collin. And Liz, I want to thank you again. I know your time's busy. I know you got a target on your head, and uh, I know that because we attempted to post on social media that we we're going to have you on the radio, and boy, they didn't like that. They didn't like that. So uh, you're always welcome in my home. If the the world doesn't like you, the, my Bible tells me I should love you if the world doesn't like you, because no. that, that <laughs> means you're on the right team. That means... Yeah, you're on the right team. So you got to tell me, you're looking back, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. The reason we say that is because you look back now with what you know now and see how it all unfolded. But tell me, when did you realize? As this, how did you know you were under attack? How did you know you were being canceled? Kind of explain to me some of the first couple of things that made you realize, holy crap, Batman, I'm in big trouble. How, what did you start seeing and experiencing? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm seeing this story unfold First as a journalist, because this is my 20-year background, but also as a, a wife, uh, being married uh, to a police officer, and then, you know, as a, as a mom as well, basically trying to protect my son because people went completely crazy um, immediately. But it was, uh, I think it was Twitter in, in the beginning how um, the personal attacks began, basically saying that the, the year would end uh, with me dying and my husband dying and, and promises of that nature and different things showing up in our, our mailbox, basically stating that, you know, I, I needed to die or Bob needed to die. Um, but also there was um, just within days a protest outside the news station where I worked demanding that I resign. And I guess I'm sort of getting... Um, I, I'm being bothered by by the narrative because if if you you recall, I mean this is immediately a racist yeah. incident. Yep. Um, yep. And and it's all about uh, a white police officer and a and a black man, and that is the the narrative uh, perpetuated by by city leaders, by state leaders here in Minnesota from from the very beginning. Um, and nobody wanted to talk about. Um, the fact that a black officer uh, spent more time with, with George Floyd d- during that arrest. Nobody wanted to talk about the, the body camera videos be, being hidden, um, and they were hidden for, for a reason. We only saw this viral Facebook video uh, for, for months. That was the only thing that, that was out there. And by the time the, the body camera videos were, were finally released, basically they were kept under lock and key at the courthouse. 
um, it told an entirely different backstory that the police department wasn't honest about from the very beginning um, and that the, the mayor of Minneapolis was not honest about uh, from, from the very beginning. So I'm trying to to, to sort of counter this racist narrative um, that is being repeated uh, in my newsroom and in newsrooms across Minneapolis and, and across the country, frankly, um, that I just know is so damaging just because a white police officer interacts uh, with a, a black person doesn't mean it's racist. Um, and, uh, you know, there, again, there's a reason that it's just this one uh, clip, clip of video um, that, that's out there. And it, it just it boggled my mind how nobody cared about the, the truth as to what actually mm-hmm. happened. And I was privy to this information, obviously, being being married to, to who I'm married to. Um, but it was it, it, it was kind of this I, I say that journalists turned into activists and you were you yeah. were a racist. That's all I was called, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, from the time this happened. If if you thought there was anything more to this story um, than the black and white uh, picture. Yeah, that's sad. You know, Jay Vernon, I'm a pastor as well. And the standard is the Bible. I'm a Christian first and foremost. But Jay Vernon McGee used to have one of my favorite sayings. He'd say, we're all using, uh, we're all talking the same language, but we're using a different dictionary. Uh, and one thing the left has done, they've stole the dictionary. And I tell people, you got to get your dictionary back. You don't start debating or arguing with a false premise. you got to first make sure that you're talking about the same thing. Uh, and if I was to be a sexist, that would mean I would use sex as a determining factor. If I was to be an ageist, uh, I would use age as a determining factor. If I was to be an ableist, uh, I would be, use someone's physical ability as a determining factor. If I use someone's skin color as a determining factor, I'm a racist. If I like you or don't like you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I want to hire you or fire you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I want to share your bed or not share your bed with you because the color of your skin, I'm a racist. See, they've, they've redefined words, uh, and so they, they've got the leg up. And, and what you're talking about is one thing. Goebbels knew this. Goebbels knew this. Hitler knew this. Uh, any good psychologist knows this. Any good sociologist knows this. Any good epidemiologist knows this. You must control the narrative. The narrative is everything because the narrative becomes the truth. Why do you think they banned anything about Hunter Biden's laptop? Why do you think when they show a picture of George Floyd, uh, they lock it up? You can't post about he is the Messiah. He is the Messiah of the left side group. And the thing is, the only reason we know who George Floyd is is not because the way he lived his life. But by the way, he died. And I'm not saying right or wrong, good or bad. It's terrible when someone dies. But there's a series of choices made that day, whether by Chauvin, just to sit there. I mean, I looked at Chauvin. I watched this video. uh, And he's leaning on his neck, whatever. And he looks like he's late for an appointment. There's no animosity in this guy's eyes. There's boredom. This guy looks like he wants to be anywhere else but where he's at right now. There's no bitterness, hatred. I'm not defending Chauvin. I'm just telling you as a psychologist, someone who watches body language, who watches eye movement patterns, there is nothing there. The guy's bored and really would rather be somewhere else. But George Floyd and Derek Chauvin, they made choices. Uh, and and Floyd, if he didn't do all that, those drugs, if he didn't resist arrest, if he didn't do all that, you would never know who George Floyd was. And so it's the narrative. And what's Facebook and what social media? Why do you think the left is so mad about Elon Musk owning Twitter? Finally, they can't shut him up because he owns Twitter. 
So he, they can't shut him up and they can't control the narrative. That's why the, the left is freaking out. I'd like to know if you could pick out top three lies because that's really what the book's about. We've been fed a false narrative. Just like Nancy Pelosi's attacker of her husband was some conservative right winger. That's a lie. He's a left winger. NBC reported all this other information, then pulled the report, and no one's explaining why they pulled the report that basically challenges everything. So this isn't about just George Floyd. This is now about a media becoming part of the Democratic Party and controlling the narrative, which is called propaganda. So give me, if you could, what do you think are the three biggest lies that we've been told yeah. with the George Floyd thing, if you could? Well, I will tell you, there's a lot more than three, but I'll, I'm happy to, to break yeah. down uh, yeah. the, the top the three ones, the in my ones. mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I think in the beginning, uh, again, the, the message from the police department and the mayor is that they've never seen this maneuver before. What's, what's happening uh, to, to George Floyd um, right outside the, the squad, you know, the, the vehicle, they've never they've never seen this before. Well, this is the uh, maximum restraint technique, which is a part of training. So they're lying from the, the very beginning. Um, and mysteriously, it disappears uh, offline for weeks. Uh, it's been a document that always was available online as part of the training manual for the Minneapolis Police Department. Mysteriously, it, it goes away. Um, I also think George Floyd's background it was a, a huge lie. Again, yep. Minneapolis yep. police say they've never they've never had any interaction uh, with him before. Uh, well, a year earlier, and in the book, um, we speak exclusively to the police officer who, who arrested him almost exactly a year earlier in, in 2019. He was part of an undercover drug operation uh, selling uh, prescription pills. And um, we, we talked to, to that officer. He has a, just a fascinating story with his interaction that is eerily uh, similar to what we saw play out a year later than in 2020. Um, I'd also say the the autopsy um, is a is a lie um, that you know was the timeline of that is very interesting as well. Uh, the autopsy is performed on George Floyd um, twelve hours um, after he dies. So again, this is before the city of Minneapolis is set ablaze, fifteen hundred businesses burned, and there's billions of dollars in damage left in the city. Um, but they they find that it's a, a mat, you know multifactorial death that, that George Floyd experiences. They're not pinpointing one um, specific thing. So we see the medical examiner of Hennepin County, county attorneys, just hours after the autopsy. There's these multiple factors listed, um, and then we see that narrative change. The 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 family hires uh, their own uh, medical examiners, if you will, and they release their autopsy uh, a week later, almost around the exact same time that the Hennepin County Medical Examiner does as well to cloud um, the, the findings um, of that. So I think those three things really set this uh, collision course. Um, and, you, you know, the, the consequences have been, you know, dire for, for, for many people. But, the, you know, the police department is, is down by 40 percent in, in Minneapolis and shows no signs of recovering. Crime has skyrocketed. People are more unsafe than they've ever been before, really across the entire state of Minnesota. Um, and I would say, you know, just pinpointing those three lies uh, right there, can, you can connect the dots uh, as to why. Yeah. And then you said the, 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 the video that was released, they would not release the dash cam video or the, the videos on their, the uniforms and all that, but they did get this Facebook video. And you know why? Because a picture's worth a thousand words. 
Uh, and again, a lie that's repeated often enough becomes believable. It, it's the whipping of the uh, the Border Patrol agents whipping the Haitian immigrants. They weren't whipping them. Everybody knew that. The reporter said that. But here was a still picture that showed someone down in a view that could have been a whipping scenario. It wasn't that at all. But so it's the same thing. So what you're seeing is the machinations of propaganda. And I think what they did is they mastered it, George Floyd, uh, because it's worked so effectively. Let me ask you, how has this affected journalism? What do you think? You used to be a journalist, and technically you still are. But how do you think this has affected journalism? Yeah, you know, I know I'm surrounded by, by people, family, friends that say they just don't even watch the news anymore. And, I, you know, I'm a part of the law enforcement uh, family i'm lucky enough to 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 be so and um they were not fair at all um about about this story and not not only that but the collateral damage were you know law enforcement families even such as myself i mean my station refused i was demoted immediately um after this and they refused to to make me in you know (laughs) an anchor again again a position that i i held for 12 years and i was the highest rated weekend news anchor in in minneapolis etc but um People have reason not to trust the media, and I'm telling you that Amen. as a, I work for a, yeah a, a place called Alpha yeah. News now, we're, and yeah. we just like hold on, we're getting we're getting ready to go heartbreak, Liz. We'll be back. We'll talk with Liz Collin, author about the George Floyd incident. Stay with us. We'll be back in three minutes. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to the next level of awareness, then go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join Andrew Parker this Sunday evening at 6 as he talks politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, every Sunday evening at 6, here on Freedom 1570. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 
30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and today we are blessed because we're talking about the author in a brand new book called They're Lying, the Media, the Left, and the Death of George Floyd. And we have award-winning investigative journalist Liz Collin joining us. Uh, Liz, uh, I want to thank you so much. And I want to thank your husband for his service. Uh, you know, uh, law enforcement officers are human beings. Uh, more law enforcement officers die from their own gun in suicide and then from other people's guns. I've trained a lot of police officers. Uh, I've saved a lot of police officers' lives, they tell you. I, some of my best friends are police officers. They said they take a bullet for me because I saved their life. I saved their marriage. Uh, and there are bad cops. There are bad teachers. There are bad radio show hosts. There are bad parents. Uh, there are bad doctors. Uh, there are bad financers. There are bad everything because well, we're human beings. But uh, when we start turning on law enforcement and we start uh, not following authority, chaos, chaos, rebellion, uh, and what we're seeing in this country is, is a shame. And I want you to know I'm a supporter of law enforcement. Matter of fact, uh, John J. Wiley of Law Enforcement Today Radio is my one of my producers. He does my podcast for me. Uh, uh, Robert Greenberg with Law Enforcement Today. Uh, you know, so I, I'm very connected to law enforcement. Some of my best friends are. So I want you to know I respect that, knowing that uh, when I see lights in the back of my rearview mirror, I get scared. I get angry. I don't want to pay a fine. I cannot be the easiest person to deal with. I have to apologize sometimes. So I know that stuff as well. But uh, I want to get to the personal side of this because the left knows this very well. Goebbels knows this very well. You've got to bring the personal side into it to emotionally connect with people. There are three people in your family. we got you, your husband, and that son of yours. Tell me how the death of George Floyd has affected your family and the three of you. Yeah, well, thank you for, for your kind words about, about law enforcement. I think that's what it's going to take for, for all of us, uh, frankly, to, to support them and, and, you know, help them realize that they, they are the good guys. And it's really why I, I left. I mean, when we talk about what happened to me, um, I left the, the station where I worked then for 14 years in January. This was kind of my dream job, you know, that I grew up dreaming of as a, as a kid um, growing up in small town Minnesota. Um, but I walked away because the, the station where I worked thought it was more important to continue to push the, you know, false narrative of police being being the bad guys. I, I left that career and just went into more independent media um, that I think um, has the best interest of, of folks, folks at heart. And, um, you know, my husband uh, retired a few months earlier than he planned to, uh, partly because he thought that would give him, you know, me my career back. 
in a way, but that's how the left works. They're never happy. It um, <laughs> doesn't matter what you give them. Uh, they're, they're never happy. That's, that's how it works. And, and you know, sadly, uh, my son, um, you know, we never told him about the protests that were happening at our house. We knew about them beforehand and were able to leave um, leave, leave town and such and sort of watch them from afar. But the way the Internet works now, many of them were captured on YouTube and, and whatnot, and he's old enough to figure that all out. So he had to, you know, see that that horror as well. But I think that that has kind of secured his, his belief also in, in being a, a Republican, if you will, even at the age of 10 years old, because he's how, he just thought, you know, how, how can you look at this and think that this is this is okay to show up yeah. on someone's uh, front lawn bashing people in pinata effigies? And, you know, even shortly after the the riots he saw a little clip on the news and he said you know police made a mistake and they're they're stealing stuff from target i mean it doesn't make sense yeah. to, to kids alone uh, adults what what happened here no it's crazy it's crazy so how first two things one of all uh first of all how do they get your book uh how do they can get a hold of you if they want to speak in engagement or whatever so how how can they read your incredible book and i've scanned it i hadn't had time to read it wow you got so many pictures you've got so many documents it's it's impressive you've did some really great investigative work how do they get a hold of the book well yeah and i want to give uh props to where it's due to Dr. Uh, J.C. Shea, who's been amazing to work with. He's my uh, editor and does some great work also for, for lawofficer.com, so I encourage people to check out that website, too. But um, my uh, book is available uh, on Amazon, but you can get there by going to thelieexposed.com. So, again, that's thelieexposed.com, and we have some pictures and articles there uh, as well with what we're what we're up to. And then I, I currently uh, work at Alpha News. So that's alphanews.org um, in, in Minneapolis. We're a conservative uh, media group here and do, do news across Minnesota. I actually just returned from the border, so I'm going to have some reports um, coming up on beginning on Monday uh, with what we found down there. There are so many stories that the media just are, you know, they refuse to, to tell, and I know why. I was part yeah. of the corporate media and um, mainstream media for years, and I just knew that there was a, a lot more going on out there that people deserve deserve to know. So that's what we dedicate, you know, I'm dedicating my career to, tell, telling the truth. And, um, you know, for any truth seeker out there, I really do encourage them to uh, to read the book. And then, uh, you know, I'm always anxious to hear what, what folks think of it, too. So leave a review on Amazon or, or message me on Facebook. I'm easy to find uh, Liz Collin. Well, that's uh, on Alpha. Media, really. Yeah, and Alpha News, is it Alpha or Alpha? Yep, Alpha News, A-L-P-H-A. You got it. Uh, Awesome. Awesome, awesome. And, you know, it's so important. And by the way, this is program. That's what this whole CRT thing is, uh, critical race theory, teaching that white people are bad and black people are training. That's what I do in my day job. I've been doing it for 30 years, transformational leadership training. Police officers get 30 post-certified credits for my class. It's the toughest training anybody will ever go through, 48 hours. Uh, and so I was talking to a gentleman, a good friend of mine. Uh, he bought a whole bunch of spots. He, my radio show saved his life. And uh, he's starting another company, so he has a couple of gentlemen that he uh, wants to go through my training, so they're all on the same page. And so the guy's been avoiding me. He paid he paid for this class $2,000. It's a gift. They're going into business together. And this guy's avoiding me. And so I finally get him on the phone. We do a three-way call. 
Uh, and I'm talking, and this guy's thinking, uh, first I hear the objection is, oh, it's leadership. I'm really not in corporate America. So I start explaining what leadership is and the difference and all that. I'm doing all this. And he cuts me off, and he's kind of kind of intense. And he's like, you know, he starts going off, well, I've studied with the Dalai Lama. My brother's a Buddhist monk. Blah, 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 blah. And, and then he says this, the strangest thing I've ever heard, and my mouth dropped open. He goes, I'm of a Korean descent, uh, and I'm a person of color, and I just don't know what a Caucasian man can tell me about life. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, what? When, when did I bring up skin color? How, how do you know I'm white? What does that have to do with anything? But this guy, all of a sudden, you talk about racist. This guy, because I'm white, I'm a moron. Because I'm white, I have no idea how to conduct a leadership class. Because I'm white, that what could I possibly teach someone of Korean descent or of Asian descent or black? I stunned. You can't get more racist than that. That is the definition of racism. What could a white man teach someone of Asian descent about leadership? I, that's just stunning to me. And, and that's what's going on. And we're programming that. This guy mine's a 50-year-old man who's been successful. A 50-year-old man who's still playing a little boy, playing victim. Life's not fair to me. I wanted to say, put your big boy pants on, but his friend, who's a good friend of mine, was on the phone. I almost hung up on him. If my friend wouldn't have been on the phone, I would have said, what a racist. I don't let racist in my class. Uh, but stunning. And that's what's going on. And so what's happened to you since you released the book? Have you been attacked again since you released the book? Have you been, have they redoubled their efforts? Has anything happened to you since you released the book? You know, and I think um, just going back to, to the, the point, then I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, you know, we had a mandate after George Floyd at the station where I worked that half of the people we talked to um, had to be uh, non-white or from a protected class. So this is in news reporting. Wow. Um, and you talk Wow. Again, you talk about the definition of racism. This is what this is what the media is saying that the only thing that matters now, number one thing, is your yep. skin color. I mean, we've gone back uh, decades, and it's it's completely disgusting uh, to to me. And so I do I do talk about just different things that are happening in the newsroom uh, because I think it's important for people to know how this message was was being crafted. Um, but again, wow. um, yeah, I think that uh, people just just n- need to realize. Um, sorry, I get fired up about that topic. I know you asked me something else, though, Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Don't worry about it. I just I get hired, fired up. I'm not, not the best interviewer. I'm a leadership trainer who ha- happens to do a radio show. So uh, in all fairness, you probably got a lot of better interviewers, Liz. But uh, I just want you to know I'm proud of you. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm pleased to know you. Uh, and keep fighting the good fight. Uh, remember, Jesus Christ was crucified. You know, people always talk about Jesus. You should be Jesus. Yeah, he was crucified because he told people what they didn't want to hear. Now, I'm not saying you're Jesus. I'm not saying I'm Jesus. Jesus. There was only one Messiah, and that's not me or you. But remember, uh, Jesus said, if you love me, then this world's going to hate you. Uh, and so you're in good company, Liz. And so everybody I, I read the book. Enjoyed the conversation. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the conversation. I know uh, you asked, too, just what's, what it's been like. But I, honestly, it's, I've had overwhelming uh, support, of, and I actually kind of expected um, the, the latter. So it's been uh, just about a month, and uh, and it's really going well. As I said, an Amazon bestseller, and I really appreciate uh, awesome. all the folks who've, who've reached out who've read it. Awesome. So the author is Liz Collin. The book is They're Lying, The Media, The Left, and The Death of George Floyd. And she's with Alpha News, so check her out. Thanks again, Liz. Have a blessed day, and if you need anything, let me know, okay? Thanks so much. You take care as well. All right, bye-bye. 
You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. What keeps me going back is the great service that I get. While I've been releasing cars from them for quite a few years, they always get me in, they get me out in a timely manner. Hello, this is Denise from West St. Paul. I've had routine service, mostly. The only time I ever have a different type of service is like if I get a nail in my tire. They got me in the same day. Then I was in and out of the dealership. They put me in a rental car and I was on my way back to work on my lunch hour. I definitely would recommend Invergrove Hyundai. I mean, I don't want to get to know anyone else because of how they treat me. Top-notch service. Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.